Welcome to the Real Lost Boss Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Real Lost Boss Podcast. And in this episode we're talking seasonal time out. I am filming this exactly two weeks to the day, or two weeks before, Christmas Day 2023. But it doesn't matter when you're watching this because it's relevant for any period of time where you're going to take a weight loss break. Yes, a weight loss break. We need to build those into our weight loss journey. Why? Well, do you know what? Most influencers would have you believe that you need to take a weight loss break Uh, To trick your body because your body adapts to weight loss. And I'm here to tell you now, if you have a weight issue, if you have an unhealthy level of body fat, the body does not adapt to weight loss. There are certain situations where we go through what's called metabolic adaptation, where your metabolism can slow itself down due to the lack of calories coming into the body. But in all honesty, if you have a weight issue, that is not something you need to be concerned about. If you stay in a calorie deficit for two years, you will lose body fat for two years. But you know what? We do need to take a break. A successful weight loss journey needs to be built into your lifestyle. It's something that is going to kind of not rule your life, but it needs to be a priority in your life for a good period of time. Healthy, sustainable weight loss is losing around about one pound a week on average. Therefore, if you've got a hundred pounds to lose, that's going to take you a hundred weeks, around about two years. Now, you might be going, oh, no, I don't want to lose weight for two years. I get it. And why you feel like that is a couple of reasons. But the main reason why you feel like that is you find dieting horrible. Well, you need to change your method. You need to follow what I say and lose weight the way I coach weight loss. And trust me, you will not find weight loss the chore that you have done in the past following crazy fad diets. And you won't mind that it takes a couple of years. Why? Because you're not going to feel overly restricted. It's going to be nice and flexible. And you're going to enjoy life while losing weight. A big saying of mine, if you try and enjoy your life or lose weight, you're going to fail at both. You need to bring them in together. And part of that means you need to take weight loss breaks. You need to take little timeouts here and there. Why? Well... One reason is, if something is your everyday life or is part of your everyday life, you need a break from that because it can get a little bit too much. Another reason is, look, from time to time, there is going to be situations where you need to eat more calories than being in a calorie deficit. There's going to be times where you need to eat more calories than being in a calorie maintenance. And one of those times is coming up in two weeks, a.k.a. Christmas. So how you should look at weight loss is a bit like, or should I say, how you should look at a weight loss break is a bit like annual leave from work. You go to work every day, right? You go to work every day, five days a week, some people six days a week. 
And after 12, 14, 16 weeks, you need a break, which is why you go to Tenerife for a week, which is why you go to Fuengarola for a week, which is why you go to Zanti for a week. To have a break, to have a chill out, to relax, to refresh, a break from the norm. And weight loss is no different. When you're concentrating on doing something for weeks at a time, and whether we like to admit it or not, you know, I feel I coach the most healthy and sustainable way there is to lose weight. And, you know, I guarantee if you follow my philosophies of weight loss, you will find it the best way you've ever tried to lose weight, the most flexible, the most sustainable, and the happiest you've ever been while trying to lose weight. But you still need a break from that. I love being an online weight loss coach. I absolutely love it. It's my passion and seeing my clients check in and seeing the results they get and just post today, uh, um, a lady posted today on my YouTube on a previous podcast saying how following my advice had changed her whole perception of weight loss and how she's been following me for a few months now and she's lost a couple of stone and she feels amazing and that means everything to me. And like I say, I absolutely love my job. But just because I love my job doesn't mean I don't need a break from it. It doesn't mean I don't need some time out. And weight loss is the same. You just need to have a break, a little refresh. Like I say, a little sort of chill out. And what that does is the same as when you have a week off from work, when you go back to work, yes. We all get the holiday blues a little bit for the first couple of days back at work, but you should go back to work reinvigorated, you know, ready to face another two, three, four months before you have your next break or your next bout of annual leave. So first of all, yeah, we need to um, have a break to keep things refreshed. And then the second one I said was there is always going to be times in life where a calorie deficit just isn't going to work for us, you know, and we need to shuffle the priority pack. And again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. So when is a time where a calorie deficit just isn't going to work for us? Well, we could look at uh, Christmas that's coming up. We could look at our week all inclusive to Tenerife. It might just be your best friend's wedding and you're, uh, um, I was going to say a groomsman. What's the word? Anyway, you're a bridesmaid or an usher, that's it. Uh, you're a bridesmaid or an usher. So if you're a bridesmaid or an usher, you're with the bride or the groom the night before, you might have a couple of drinks with them. On the wedding day, you're there in the morning, getting ready again, couple more drinks, couple of glasses of Prosecco, couple of beers. Then you've got a full day of celebrating that's going to involve food and drink again. Then on Sunday, you're probably going to have a hangover day. And you know what? You might struggle to fit those three days into a week's uh, calorie deficit. So you might decide that week you're going to take a weight loss break. So how do we take a weight loss break? Well, we need to plan them in. Now, you might have the odd week here and there throughout the year where you just eat more calories than you should be doing. You eat more than your ideal deficit or you eat more than your maintenance, that isn't a weight loss break. It's the same as, you know, having a week off work because you're ill. Yeah, you've had a week off work, but that week off work hasn't refreshed you. It hasn't 
you know, giving you a new zest for getting back to work. You've had to have a week off because you're ill. And that's the same with having, you know, you might have just had, for whatever reason, a bit of emotional eating's crept back into your lifestyle. Uh, you've just had a few things thrown at you that weren't expected and it's just ended up you having a few more calories. That is not a weight loss break. A weight loss break needs to be planned in. And to be honest with you, you can sort of plan your weight loss breaks a year in advance in a way. You know, you can just sort of say to yourself, right, let's take 2024, for instance. That's coming up in a couple of weeks' time. And if I'm going to plan my weight loss breaks in, I might go, right, well, I'm going to hit it quite hard after Christmas, you know, January, February, March. This year, Easter is the last, uh, I think it's the last week of March or the last weekend of March. So that's going to be my first weight loss break of the year. I'm going to have a week off then. Uh, and next, you might be like, then I've got a week to, I don't know, Grand Canaria in June. So that's going to be my second weight loss break of the year. I've then got my best friend's wedding in August. I'm going to take another weight loss break there. We're going to have another uh, blast of sunshine to Benidorm for a week at the end of September. Um, and then I've got Christmas coming up. So those are my sort of five or six weight loss breaks, nicely spread out, uh, you know, throughout the year. And that's when I'm going to take a break. Now, one thing you need to decide with a weight loss break is... Are you going to have a calorie maintenance week or are you going to have a calorie surplus week? So remember, calorie deficit is what we go into consuming less calories than we burn to lose body fat. Now, if you're going to have a calorie maintenance week, that is where you're going to eat the same amount of calories as you burn. You won't lose any body fat, but you won't gain any body fat. But again, if you're following my philosophies on weight loss, your calorie deficit, your ideal deficit is going to be 3,500 calories less than you burn. So when you have a maintenance week, you're basically giving yourself an extra 3,500 calories a week. And that's going to give you a good amount of food freedom. Uh, it's going to give you a nice few extra calories to maybe enjoy a nice meal out, a really nice meal out, or maybe a couple of nice meals out, or maybe a weekend away, or maybe that friend's wedding we were just talking about. That is when you can use a calorie maintenance. Now, if I'm going to have a calorie maintenance weight loss break, it's like a semi-break from weight loss. I would still want you to keep things into place, like tracking your calories, um, being conscientious of getting your steps in, still having certain days where you eat a bit less to bank some calories, but you're just then going to have two or three days where, like I say, you've got a lot of food freedom. And on those two or three days, you know, guesstimate your calories. If you go to a wedding, don't be tracking your calories at the table. You're sat there, you're a bridesmaid, right? I'm just putting in my soup, my roast dip beef dinner and my sticky toffee pudding. Johnny, Johnny, how many, how many glasses of Prosecco do you reckon I've had? I need to put it in my app. Please don't be doing that. When you've got an event like that, pre-track. Just pre-track. Now, you might be like, well, how accurate is that? It isn't. But how often are you going to have something on where, you know, you need to pre-track? So what I mean by pre-tracking is, go, right, you know what wedding food is. It is literally soup or pate or something like that. Dead simple to send out. Normally vegetable soup because everyone can eat it. It's mass catering. It's a roast beef dinner. It's cheesecake, right? Whack that in your app. 
evening food is a bit of a buffet so just whack in a couple of butties and a couple of sausage rolls something like that and then say to yourself well how much am I going to drink today well I'm probably going to have a bottle of Prosecco and I'm probably going to have a couple of vodka diet cokes you know just work it out how I normally do it is I normally average about two drinks an hour when I'm going out so I'm going to an all-day wedding uh, and, it, and I'm going to be there for eight hours yeah I'm going to drink 16 drinks uh, I'll probably have a few pints and then a few Bacardi diet cokes um when I get fed up of drinking pints. So I'll just whack that in in the morning. And that's pre-tracking. Anyway, that might be for a different line. Anyway, your maintenance week weight loss break is ideal for a weekend away, a friend's wedding. You might have a couple of birthday celebrations, something like that. And it's like a semi-break. So you're still keeping the basic principles of weight loss in, but you're just giving yourself a lot more freedom with what you can eat because you've got quite a few more calories if you're going to have a total break that is what i call a calorie surplus week so that is where you are probably nine times out of ten there's a very good chance you're going to eat more calories than you burn so for example you might burn twenty thousand calories in a week and there's a very good chance you're going to eat a few more than that when would we use a total weight loss break where we're not tracking calories, we're not conscientious at all about what we're eating, uh, we're not too worried about steps, we're going to be doing things that we wouldn't do normally on a day-to-day -day basis, like having a few beers by the pool in the afternoon, or in terms of Christmas, you know, eating Baileys and uh, eating Baileys, uh, drinking Baileys and eating Pringles at 10 a.m. and uh, you know, again, having a cheese board and something else at 10 o'clock at night time on a Tuesday. That is when you have a surplus week because you're going to consume more calories or there's a very good chance you're going to consume more calories and it's a total weight loss break. Now, in terms of planning these weight loss breaks in or these seasonal timeouts that I have called this podcast, um, yeah, again, when you're planning, you need to decide are you having a, a calorie maintenance week or are you having a calorie surplus week? And then that'll just, you know, kind of decide how that week is going to go. I recommend definitely, definitely having at least two calorie surplus weight loss breaks a year. That might be, like I say, a week in Tenerife, all inclusive, and Christmas. Um, I would recommend having no more than four. So four should be your maximum, right? Four should be your maximum. And then in terms of maintenance weeks, again, probably four maximum. So let's look at a year, 52 weeks in the year. 2024 is coming up in a couple of weeks. There's 52 weeks in a year. I would want you to try and stick to your ideal deficit for 44 weeks out of 52. All right. That means you're being really consistent. And more often than, than not, you are definitely in a calorie deficit. You've then got eight weeks. And then you're going to split those eight weeks between maintenance and surplus. So if you have four surplus weeks a year, which might be two weeks all inclusive, one week at Christmas and then just a, another week off here and there for whatever reason. Um, that means you then have four maintenance weeks. If you end up having two surplus weeks, then you'll have six maintenance weeks. So you just decide on the split. But I would definitely have two surplus weeks and no more than four. And how do we have these weeks? Well, what you need to decipher is when you're going to have your break cut off and then your break restart. And you need to stick to it. So I'm going to use Christmas as an example. 
When I normally have my Christmas cutoff, as I call it, which is when I'm going to start my weight loss break, it would be the 23rd of December. Okay, so the 23rd of December would be the last day that I track calories. When would I restart? Normally, it's the first Monday of January. Now, depending on when those dates fall, it might be slightly different. It's 2023, and it is slightly different this year because the 23rd is a Saturday. So my cutoff would be the 22nd. I'm actually going a little bit earlier this year because we've got a couple of days out planned uh, for the week before Christmas. But if I didn't have those days planned, my Christmas cutoff would be the 22nd Friday. That would be the last day I track calories. And then I am going to restart on the 1st of January. Now, the 1st of January in 2024 is a Monday, which is why I'm going to restart, but it is bank holiday. Now, I'm not going out New Year's Eve, so I don't need to worry about having a hangover day on New Year's Day, but a good few of you might be worried about having a hangover day. So maybe restart on the 2nd. But it's up to you. You pick when your cutoff is and when your restart is and stick to it. That is the important thing about having these weight loss breaks. These weight loss breaks are not going to cause any issues to your journey whatsoever. In fact, they will prolong the journey. When I started my weight loss journey in uh, 2014, I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. Like a lot of the things I did, I didn't realize how good it was for being sustainable on my weight loss journey. But... I did have my first holiday four months into my weight loss journey and I only went to France for four nights to see one of my best friends that lives over there. But I did say to myself, do you know what? I'm just going to go and enjoy myself for these four days. I'm not going to go back to 37 stone Neil, but I'm just going to enjoy myself for these four days. Uh, when I say go back to being 37 stone Neil, I'm not going to just eat for the sake of eating and just overeat and just force as much food down me as I can. But I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm not going to be too conscientious about what I eat. But as soon as I get back from holiday, I get back to doing what I do. Three months after that, I went on another holiday with another good mate of mine to Benidorm. I think we went for nine nights in total and I had exactly the same philosophy. Christmas 2014, my first Christmas on my weight loss journey. Again, I stopped thinking about calories day before Christmas Eve. Enjoyed myself over Christmas. I wasn't gluttonous on purpose. Yeah, I ate loads of food on Christmas Day. I went out for a good few drinks on Christmas Eve, which is a bit of a tradition. Um, and I probably had the odd day in between Christmas and New Year where went out somewhere, maybe went out for food, went out for a couple of drinks. I went out or I went actually to a friend's house on New Year's Eve and partied till two, three in the morning and got rather drunk and again was quite hungover New Year's Day. But 2nd of January, I got back to it. And those were my three weight loss breaks for my first year of my weight loss journey. And I still lost 10 stone even though I enjoyed myself for those three periods. Why? Why? Because we have to accept that no one has a weight issue because they enjoy Christmas. No one has a weight issue because they enjoy a week or two in Spain every year. No one has a weight issue because they celebrate their birthday. They celebrate their parrot's birthday. They celebrate their parents' anniversary. If we take Christmas as being, let's say we take Christmas as being 10 days, Right, You then have another two weeks of holidays, like I say, one to Tenerife, one to Benidorm, week all inclusive each time. Right Now we're at 24 days. 
your best friend gets married and that's three days of doing what you want um, and now we're at 27 days you celebrate your birthday and maybe a hangover day so that's 29 days you celebrate uh, your auntie's 50th and another bit of a hangover day so now we're at 31 days and then you have a few other random days here and there let's say you have 36 days of the year now i don't recommend having any more than four surplus weeks which will be 28 days so let's say you have 36 days just doing exactly what you wanted with your eating and you weren't conscientious about calories it's 365 days in the year, 36 days makes up just less than 10%. That 10% does not define your weight. It does not define your weight loss journey. What does is what you do the other 90%, which is why I say to you, it is so important. You create your cutoff, you create your restart, and you stick to it. If you're currently celebrating Christmas now, all guns blazing, and you're going to start about weight loss again in February, that is going to affect your weight loss journey. That's too long a period to go, and there's no need to do it. It's all about balance. It's all about moderation, like a lot of things. So, this is exactly what is going to happen on any weight loss break you take. Whether it's a maintenance week, so... You might take that, like I say, because you've got a weekend away or whether it's a full-on surplus week because you're going to Tenerife All-Inclusive or you're going to enjoy Christmas. This is what's going to happen. You're going to gain weight. You're going to need to accept that. When we have a week of a bit more freedom with our eating, whether I say, whether, like I've said, that's maintenance, so you consume an extra 3,500 calories in a week, which gives you a lot more food freedom, those extra foods that you're going to consume generally going to be unhealthier. Or you have a surplus week where you're definitely going to have a lot of food freedom and you're going to, you know, live a lifestyle for a week that you wouldn't normally live with extra alcohol, maybe, if you're, if you're a drinker. Uh, certainly extra calories. You're going to gain water weight. You're going to gain food weight. You're going to gain water retention. You're going to gain some body fat, especially if you have a surplus week and you just need to accept that because you're not going to gain loads honestly you're not now the scales might say different but remember the scales weigh or show your weight they don't show your fat so let's say you decide to jump on the scales on the 2nd of january and that's when your restart is after christmas and it shows you've gained 10 pounds you might absolutely panic stamp your feet chuck your scales through the window don't there's no scientific evidence to this this is just my own experience of having weight loss breaks weighing myself after them and then seeing how quick i lose the weight i've gained but the general rule of thumb is a 70-30 split. This is what I've learned over the 10 years I've been at this. And what I mean by that is, whatever weight you gain, 70% of that gain is excess water weight, food weight, and water retention that's been held in your body from the way you've just eaten and drank for the last two, three, four, five, six days a week, or however long your break's been. The other 30% is body fat. So if the scales say you've gone up 10 pounds on the 2nd of January, 70%, Food weight, water weight, water retention. And that'll be gone in a few days if you get back at it. Two to three pounds of body fat 
and that'll be gone in the first two weeks of January. And I'm sorry, but we do have to shuffle the weight loss priority pack. We have to, because there's certain times where making memories and having fun with friends and family is more important than weight loss. Now, that time can't be, you know, half the year, but it can be little pockets and that won't affect your weight loss journey. And Christmas for me is certainly one of those times. You know, the priority is making memories and having fun. And if making memories and having fun and just enjoying more food freedom and having a slap up dinner with my family around the table and having a couple of glasses of wine and a couple of beers and then playing some party games and getting the celebrations out at nine o'clock at night means it's just going to pause my journey because that's all it does for a couple of weeks. I will trade that all day long. Okay. Seasonal timeouts or weight loss breaks. You need to build them in to your weight loss journey. It's going to make the journey more sustainable. Why? Because we need a break from the norm. We always need a break from everyday life, just like having annual leave from work. Or there's always going to be situations where you're going to need to consume more calories than what you get in a calorie deficit. So plan those breaks into your journey. Think of weight loss breaks as around about eight weeks out of the year and then split them up into calorie maintenance or calorie surplus. Calorie surplus, do what you want. Turn off NutriCheck, take your fitness tracker off if you want to. Don't worry too much about what you're eating. Just enjoy yourself because that is what life at times has to be about. Otherwise, why are we doing this in the first place? Yeah, I recommend having at least two surplus weeks in a year, no more than four. And depending on how many surplus weeks you have in a year will then determine how many maintenance weeks you are going to have. Plan them in. If you just have a random maintenance week because for whatever reason you've consumed more calories and it wasn't planned in, it's not going to feel like a break. Don't worry about those weeks. They're going to happen. You just need to draw a line and get back to doing what we do. But a weight loss break has to be planned in. Create your cutoff, create your restart and stick to it. And when you restart, if you jump on the scales and you see again, and you will do, you will, or you should do, because I'm sorry, if you go to Tenerife all inclusive for a week and you don't gain at least a few pounds, how good has your holiday really been? Um, have that thing that I've said there, that 70% is just a bit of extra water weight, food weight, water retention. 30% is a little bit of body fat. It's going to happen. And that will be gone as long as you get back to doing what we need to do consistently. It'll be gone in a couple of weeks. It honestly will. So, when is your Christmas cut off? When are you getting back at it? Make sure you get that fixed in your mindset and in between the cut off and the restart, flipping enjoy yourself. Because like I say, we have to accept sometimes that is what life is definitely all about. There you go. 
That is my uh, little podcast on seasonal timeouts. I've called it that because it is the time of season's greetings at the moment, but it is totally relevant for any time throughout the year you are going to take a weight loss break. As always, please give me a like, give me a follow, obviously, if you like the podcast, um, and, and ask any questions, give any comments. Uh, if you are struggling with your weight loss journey, I am taking bookings for 2024. So uh, please, there's a link in the description or just head to my website, thereallossboss.net and you can sign up. If you go to my link tree on any of my social medias, I'll also put it in the description of this podcast. Pop over an inquiry form, touch base with me and I can send you all the details as well. Um, and yeah. As always, I hope you have found that useful for supporting your weight loss journey so you end up with lots of success and you get to your goal weight, which you will. I promise you, you will, as long as you keep going. And until next time, as always, you're going to boss your weight loss.